Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. Before I start the show tonight, I would just like to mention, because of the day that it is today, 9-11, that my heart and thoughts go out to all those who have suffered and passed away on this tragic day, as well as those who have served and continue to serve our country, and just to let everyone know that we will always remember and never forget what had happened on this day 11 years ago. So with that being said, I want to uh, do a brief introduction tonight about my show as well as my guest coming on in a moment, which is going to be the electro-pop rock band, The Connected. These guys are amazing. They have their hit single, Hypnotize, out right now, and we're going to feature that song tonight, followed by their other hit single, Head Game. The album's awesome. I recommend everyone picks it up. It's titled Evolution Number 9, and uh, you can visit them at theconnected.com. And their band name is spelled K-I-N-E-C, sorry, hold on a second, it's been a long day, I work in uh, corrections, K-I-N-E-C-T-E-D, and uh, you can check them out on their website, they're all over the internet, um, iTunes, all the major distribution sites. So if you're new and tuning into the show tonight, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. You can also call in if you want to ask questions, the number is 805 243-1320. I have all the information up about the band as well as the call-in number in the chat room as well as it's also available on the station page for the band tonight. So a little bit about my show. If you're tuning in for the first time, I always do a brief introduction. Um, I started the show a little bit over a year and a half ago with the concept to create a forum for musicians, comedians, anyone in the entertainment industry that I could bring on and help support and promote to help them spread their names and get the word out to the world about who they are. Um, A little bit about myself, I'm a clinical psychologist uh, by day, that's what I my doctorate degree in, and I work in clinical and forensic psychology. Um, And I also have a passion for the entertainment industry. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter with an album out um, as a solo artist, and I do some writing for magazines on psychology and entertainment. And then I also just recently, as I mentioned, launched this show. Um, So I'd really love to uh, combine my two passions, and interviewing people is one of the things I really enjoy doing. So again, if you're uh, tuning in, create a Blog Talk Radio account, and you can join us in the chat room. I am going to be primarily focused on the interview. I'm a one-person show, so please, um, if you have any questions and you want to call in, that's great, or you can post them in the chat room, and I'll try to pick up any of the questions uh, that you have. So let me tell you about a little bit about the band. Um, first, I want to give a thank you to Doug Weber from uh, New Ocean Media. I've worked with him with several other bands, including Solicit and Reigns, who I've had on my show to interview. So he's been great, and uh, he highly recommended The Connected, and these guys are awesome. So I'm really happy that uh, I've been working with him and getting some great bands on this show to promote. So The Connected is an original four-piece hybrid rock band whose songs are filled with melodic and rhythmical hooks combining relatable pop pop songwriting, and unique grooves with a futuristic vibe. These guys really have a unique sound, and it's very atmospheric. There's some retro qualities to it. It's it's very different from what's going on out there, and that's something I like about it. It's not this kind of cookie-cutter music that kind of sounds like everything else out there. 
Their hit single, Hypnotize, is currently hitting the airwaves of major radio stations. It can be heard on the following, to name a few, Sirius XM's 20 on 20, which is Channel 3, Z100, and it is also currently ranked number one on iHeartRadio, as well as Uncover. The band has played with national acts, including the All-American Rejects, Dashboard Confessional, The Strokes, Norris Barkley, and Candlebox. And uh, as I mentioned, please check out their album, Evolution Number 9, which is currently available on their website and all other major digital sites. So we are waiting for Alex to call in. And uh, let me see something else right here. Let me just make sure that he has all the information. I'm just going to send him a quick message to make sure he's asked. Calling in. Um, I can always go to a commercial break and uh, play some uh, of their music, but I'd rather have him call in and then introduce it. Uh, why don't we do this? Let's do a couple of quick shout-outs. I usually do this in the middle of the show, but uh, we'll play their music. A um, couple of sponsors and people that I support in conjunction with the show is... Um, Hold on one second. Let me get to all my notes here. Um, okay, we got iRock TV. So especially for independent artists, musicians out there, everyone check them out. iRockTV.co, and that's the letter I. It's an amazing site for independent artists. They're going to be launching a magazine. They're also uh, working over in Spain and Chile right now. It's a great site. So check them out if you want to get your music featured or potentially get an interview with them. Another uh, sponsor for the show that I work with is Flirt Energy Drink, and it is a female energy drink that is uh, specifically formulated for the female athlete. You can check them out at flirtdrink.com, and they're also going to be launching new products down the road. They just revamped their whole formula for the energy drink, and it's, it's an amazing drink. And also, I just want people to also check out Davin's Den. This is, if you're into comedy, and I'm a huge comedian fan, uh, especially my Howard Stern fan, uh, this show is doing something that uh, no one else is doing right now, so check them out. They've got some really cool stuff going on. Davin's Den is a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. So if you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh out loud, then Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. To watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes, or to find out more about the show, you can check them out on davincomedy.com, and it's spelled D-A-V-I-N. All right, great. So I did a, a long intro, and uh, we have Alex calling in right now, who's the vocalist and guitarist, and I'm really excited, so uh, let's bring him on and introduce him. How are you? Hey, Alex, hey, how are you? you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? That was a I'm great intro, great. by the way. Oh, I'm actually going to check that out. It, it, I'm, uh, my brother is, uh, is out in Los Angeles. He's a comedian as well and has a has a show and uh, and everything like that. So I'm, I'm a fan as well of comedy. Stern as well. I loved him on, on Sirius forever. And uh, nice. that's cool. Seems, seems we're on the right page. Very <laughs> Thanks cool. for having me. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we'll talk after the show. You can email me if your brother wants to kind of do a little cross-promotion. I'd be more than happy to talk with him and maybe bring him on or something. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay. We'll talk about that. that. I'm all all about cross promotion, supporting people and uh, helping them get their names out there. So oh, very cool. So cool. So thank very you so much for joining us. Excellent, excellent. I cool. can't wait to see like I can't wait to hear your thoughts on, on the record, you know, on the C D and, and I love, you know, intelligent opinions and uh you know cool. I, 
you know. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about it because it was definitely, I mean, I interview a lot of, you know, hard rock bands, you know, and I have a certain style that I like, but I have to say your stuff is just so unique. It's a breath of fresh air. It's different from what's going on out there. I mean, the melodies are great, catchy hooks, really great stuff you guys have. Really, really good stuff. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. So we'll talk more really? as we get into the show, definitely. Beautiful. Cool. So, um, so where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from South Florida. Here, um, okay. uh, I travel all, all. Yeah, we travel all around. We're based out of, uh, you know, Palm Beach County, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, this area here that you know you may know of. What? Where? 805 is. Uh, I know. Why do I know this area code? I know. Uh, um, where are you? I'm in. Well, I'm in New Jersey, but this station oh, number. Oh, no wonder. Is... Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, 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 This number is a, the station number. It's not. It's not like my phone number. It's the. It's the number that I get for having my station page. Actually, I right. It's the, the chat room or the, the little thing, the room that I called into. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so all right. I think it might actually. I think it might be a California number, but I'm not 100 percent sure. It's. It's definitely oh, not New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> but that's cool. Anyway, no. Go. Go ahead, fire away. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad. So, what what type of music do do you like? I mean, again, I'm I'm a I have an album out as a solo artist. It is more kind of pop rock, edgy, a little alternative type of style. Um, the stuff that I you know that I've always liked to listen to has been things like Chevelle, Breaking Benjamin, Cold, um, Seven Dust. You know, kind of edgy hard rock dark, you know, music, but I also love all types of stuff. I mean, I like the strokes. I mean, I like all different types of things. So as I said, when um, Doug Weber had sent me your stuff, I was like, this is awesome. Let me check these guys out and really cool stuff. And I love Hypnotize. Hypnotize just, you know, crazy, great song. Good go, oh my gosh, it's so it's so nice. I mean, that's really cool <laughs> to have that, that you have a an open mind like that. You know, a lot of people, you know, they're just they're kind of closed off. They just hear one sound, and you know, for me, it's like just yeah, have you know liking one kind of cuisine. You know, like oh, I only eat Italian or I only eat Asian. You know, you got to like it all if it's hard, or at least you know Absolutely. try to pay attention to all of them. You know, everyone's got their favorite. I mean, I'm a I'm a big Thai freak now, so. <laughs> but I still enjoy my Italian and Mexican and everything else. So. Exactly. Well, I think, you know, I think it's an important point that you bring up. And I'd have to admit, you know, if, if you talked to me probably five or six years ago, yeah, I was a little bit uh, one-track-minded in the sense that, you know, I liked a certain style. That's what I wanted to stick with. But, you know, what? at this stage in the game, I like all different types of stuff. I like to collaborate with different people. So I did some featured artist work on a jazz album, a progressive rock album. So I'm, like, really open at this point. I just love working with creative people. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the heavy, like, uh, some of uh, my older records as well um, were a little harder, too, you know. And, uh, and you know, you just kind of – I think some artists, they want to keep moving or actually expressing what they're feeling at the time. You right. know, and how it works, and how and how it works with my voice. So at this point, that stuff was working with the way that I was singing. You know, uh, at, at, you know, at the time that we were we were writing the that record, or uh, 
know, whenever. So you know what? Together. Just to just to kind of share with the audience, audience, I think that's interesting. Why don't you digress a little bit and kind of tell us about you know how the band came together and your progression with what you were doing on your previous you know album or works before you put this evolution number nine out. Um, uh, that's a great question. Uh, so let me address it with the guys first. I've been working with my keyboard player and uh, singer, uh, Ron Anthony, which you'll hear him all over the record. He's mm-hmm. got a, a really good, he's got a good high range, so he's always there uh, above me, you know, kind of backing it up and everything and, and killing it there and then, you know, creating a lot of pad work. You know, we wanted to get this, like, sexy atmosphere that happens with anywhere from Pink Floyd to the Killers, a lot of, uh, you know, it's just some great keyboard stuff. Um, and uh, my bass player, Mike, you know, my right-hand man, he is, uh, he, you know, he's been with us for about five years. I was with Ron for like at least eight or nine. We, we've done quite a bit, and we've always written together. But there were other projects in which uh, this actually is the first project that we decided to just take the helm of, of singing uh, in the older albums, we were uh, we, we were with another group, but we had different singers, and okay. I would still write all the all the lyrics and all the the melodies and just have them do it, you know. So they really had very little work to do, but you know they still, you know, it just did, it didn't it didn't you know for whatever reasons you know it just wasn't working out, and um, you know people like some singers that are just solo singers, you know they have. You know, they vision. They have a vision that they want, and you know, when people would hear our group, they really liked what was going on, and they wanted to be backed by what we did. Uh, I had always wanted to write and express a certain message, and also express a certain color that happened. But I really was never happy with uh, the consistency of my vocal. And okay. uh, yeah, so, so you know, we did those, and and the the other my other firearms were were a little heavier, um, so. I realized, you know, myself and Ronnie, that he, he, we we should try to do something like, you know, with us. Like, hey, let's see what we can do. But uh, for the the sake of the voice and the color that we wanted to create, I mean, I've uh, produced a lot of hip-hop house uh, music as well. So I wanted to just bring a genre together that was, uh, you know, music that could make people just, you know, not be able to sit still, you right. know. And, right. uh, like, I'm a, I'm a funk freak you know it's in my blood and always will be but i love everything i also love uh singer songwriter acoustic you know piano vocal you know really really sure. soft ballads yeah you know what i mean and i love super heavy i mean rage against the machine led zeppelin you know uh, a lot of those groups are, are sound garden you know they i love them so you know i've always tried to mix everything i possibly can with it but still let it sound cohesive and in this record what we did was we tried to keep it funky and and uh, fun, but still, if you if you hear, you know, it's not like a happy color. It's not. It's still, you know, I get I release my anger because I, I I can't really, I don't have this barreling voice, you know, like some of the guys that I idolize, you know, uh, right. um, like Chris Cornell, for instance. I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of a uh, monsoon right now, <laughs> oh, <laughs> driving no. on on the highway. Yeah. Um, so I just, if you hear it, yeah, thank you. If it gets loud, uh, if that's just um, um, we're getting poor. Listen, on that, you know, just to digress, just to, to add some humor and some comedy. It was funny. I was interviewing a comedian one time, and I hear all these horns going on and and just sirens, and I'm like, where the heck are you? And the guy's like, well, I'm sitting in my apartment in New York. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. 
I can relate. I lives in New York, 66 and second, and it's just insane. I mean, the, the sound of the buses will never leave the the ringing in my ears, you know. But um, I'm sorry, yeah, I, I, I didn't I, mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. So I'm sorry. No, go you're back kidding to, me. Trust me, I love I love New York and I love New Jersey. So any any reminiscing of living in the city for me is a good time. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, as far as the record, you know, uh, we wanted to do something that kind of felt right with the way our vocals sounded. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm I'm a fan of Chris Cornell, Scott Weiland, and and those guys. That that um, but at the time when we were writing that album, I don't I didn't feel that my voice was where it would be to be able to really put that out, especially, you know, there's some big, I mean, the guy from Seven Dust, you know, he's a monster and uh, right. things really, you know, they got really tough, strong voices, all those guys, you know, and so uh, I wanted to do something that worked with our whole, our whole picture, the whole, you know, uh, and so because of my love for funk, you know, and my love for the atmosphere, we put this sound together, but we still wanted it to be like, you know, there's still some tracks on there that, that, you know, peek into the the that dark side that I love and I'll never get rid of you know because the music that you know as a, as a lot of people know you know music and tones and color and 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 certain notes and chords have different have different moods and they all reflect and have a different psychological uh, reaction to them and uh, stimulus so I right. love darker I love darker colors and and if you hear like you know for instance pressure or um, you know even even victim of circumstance, uh, they're, they're, you know, a lot of the tunes on, on the, they're all minor key. And, uh, okay. you know, for, for some people that might not know, well, you, you probably, you obviously know what that is being a, uh, a little, you know, well, I'm, a I'm more well. just trained by, yeah, but I'm a, it's a lot of my just ear. I mean, I wasn't trained in terms of, uh, theory or something like that. You know, I can right. work with people, but yeah, no, I wouldn't be able but, to, you know, but I know what you're saying. I can definitely, yeah. I was just listening to it before when I was working out. And, yeah, I just, I mean, the keys and the atmosphere. And you can just, and I could tell some of it was just very kind of moody and I don't want to say despondent or dysphoric, but that's the kind of feel I got. That's cool, exactly. Introspection, you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I love the minor key because it gets a little bit further under your skin to me. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the way that I can let go of, of, some of that rage or some of the, you know, the angst that comes with it, you know, when you're a writer, frustration, whatever it is, um, is through the lyric and through the color. And so that's one of the things that happens uh, that, that I'm very proud of the record. But because I, I don't have the voice to really shout uh, too much, you know, um, it, it's more of a, you know, a smooth singing, a smoother singing style. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I prefer to get that. I, I have to get, get it out through uh, the darker colors and music, and, and, and I, I love it because, for instance, um, if you listen to Pressure, you know, you'll, the, the color is really, it's actually kind of dark. It's in a certain key that's, you know, really, you know, emo- evokes a lot of emotion. And the lyric in that one is really, really, uh, there. it's got a lot of fire behind it because it's directed to somebody who really kind of, you know, jerked us around and, um, and uh, you know, the words are, you know, they say it there. If you can kind of read into the words a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, mo- most of the record is completely positive. It's about, because of the funk of, of the record, I, I wanted to have, give it a fun, you know, kind of uh, sexy overtone, you know. Right, um, but, right. But pressure, victim of circumstance. There are some songs, even Money, 
uh, some songs in there that, that let out a little bit of frustration towards people who have done you wrong or, uh, you know, the way, you know, money is, is kind of a sarcastic look at, at some of the injustice, you know, towards art and, you know, a lot of the media BS. But, you know, so, so, you, so I, I those are And those are three great songs that you bring up. Would you, would you say, and I mean, you don't have to, and I don't, you know, usually want people to reveal any identifying information on the show, but I want people to feel like they can talk about what they'd like to. Were those yeah. songs directed more at um, circumstances in the entertainment industry where people oh, yeah, manipulated yeah, or took advantage of you? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Wow. Uh, yeah, and uh, money is one that's just out. Like, I just felt like um, that one was, you could see where, it, the lyrics are like, who cares about what she's singing because no one's listening. And it was just, right. uh, you know, there are, there are a lot of unfortunate, uh, of, of you know, for, for the artists themselves that, you know, uh, we all know that there's some artists who have made it purely on their looks, even males, you know what I mean, acting mm-hmm. in just the way Hollywood and, and business is. And it, it works, you know, whatever. You can sell records, you can sell your product. It was just me realizing that, you know, the days of, of real art and integrity are, are they've been they've taken a, quite a shot you know we all know it from sales right. to mer- merging of, of companies um, and you know it's not the same you know uh, back in the music that I grew up on that truly inspires me uh, these guys made a full album you know Led Zeppelin Pink Floyd David Bowie and uh, you know there's a marketing team to get them out there but for the most part it was a lot of no frills you know if we want to Right, you know, we 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 give our record company a hit single, which makes total sense. You know, everybody needs to make money off their office. The guys promoting them and everybody. So I'm never against that. And and as you you know, as you can hear, the album can be called pop. I call it pop because you know I want people to remember the melodies. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, right. But but what you know, when I wrote the lyrics to Money, it was just this frustration of, you know wow, at the end of the day, I feel like it's, that's the bottom line. That's really is the bottom line. You know, with, with just it was a frustration of just like, let's just forget about art. You know, I've been in offices with executives that were just like, you know, artists, would you hang on a wall? We're not here to work with art. We just want to, we want to see numbers, you know. And so, yep. you know, it was that. And, and, and so you'll see it in, in the lyrics as they go further and further, you know, how it kind of opens up to, to, to that Um you know, so just a, a couple of things to also tie in. I think that's really important what you're saying. I mean, where are you guys now in terms of are you with a label or are you doing everything independently? Oh, yeah, we're definitely doing everything independently. I'm, nice. I'm always, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it is because you're you're kind of in control. I, I'm not opposed to a label or, or, you know, somebody helping out the group to get further and further and further, uh, you know, because everything does take uh, support does take financial support. It's that, you right. know, that's simply, you know, if we want to go to Europe, somebody's got to pay for it, <laughs> right. you know? And, uh, and so, um, you know, so that's what I like. I, I really, um, you know, it needs to be, it's just finding that label that still, you know, they, they, they want to feed themselves like everybody does. They want to, you know, work and, and, and make the money and sell albums. I want to sell records. I want to sell CDs. I want to sell single tunes. But um, we also want to forward the art that's been so good to me, you know, that all these artists I mentioned, you know, brought me out of, for a lot of people, music does a lot, you know, and, and it brings them out, out of a depression 
and, uh, you know, makes things exciting. And I love the fact that you're working out to a record because that's one of the things that I always, always uh, you know, keep in mind is, is, you know, it has like a dance feel to it as well, even though yep. there's tons of guitar on it, you know, and, um, and the, uh, I have some friends that, you know, do a lot, like some friends are trainers and some, uh, female friends that are great that some of them run marathons, you know, and, and, uh, they just love it. And they're like, oh, we were listening to radio, you know, doing our my 26K. And I'm like, that's the coolest thing, you know. To get motivated awesome. to do something. You know what I mean? Like, if you hear cardio listening to one of my songs, I'm like, that's a huge, huge compliment. Oh, definitely. So, no, I listened to the whole album back a couple of times because I was listening for a while. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a very, uh, I'm a, <laughs> that's great. I'm, I'm a really physical guy. And, and that's one of the reasons that I, I love you know, the groove that we have through the record. I, I want to put that out. I love that, you know, a part of our name is, as you can see, it's spelled, it's, you know, we, we made up our own little spelling for it because, you know, it's just kind of like a tribute to kinetics, you know, the, the mm-hmm. study of motion, you know, uh, which is motion and then connection, which is what, what you want to do with, with people, you know, with, with music and with art. And so, uh, you know, we got thrown together, and uh, I mean, for me, I, I'm a I'm a lyrical and and grammatical purist, so it was hard at first when we were looking at the spelling. I was like, oh, it was tough for me to get by. <laughs> but then, you know, because I didn't want to just feel like I was just doing it. But then, for a few different reasons that were that were good, I said, you know what? Let's just go with this. It's our own word. It's our own domain name, and uh, you know, and and it ended up working. It's a mixture of two things that we love, but. Uh, no, I think it's is, catchy as yeah, hell. I love it. It's really good. And uh, I like the I like the meaning, you know, behind it and the analogy that you have. I think it's really cool. Just when real quick to digress and maybe you can tell us something about yourself when uh, you said sorry, you know, I, I, you I wanted everything. <laughs> no, 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 actually, Alex, this is a great interview. I'm not even really looking at my notes. I love it. No, I like the ones where I can kinda free flow and I don't have to feel like I'm I'm pulling the person along with me. So no, this is perfect. It's great. <laughs> Hey, I work in corrections. With, I work in corrections with inmates all day long, so you know I gotta kind of have a lot of boundaries <laughs> and direction, and you know what I mean. So <laughs> nice, nice. But nice. Um, yeah, no. So my question was gonna be. Let me see if I. Hopefully, I didn't forget it. Um, we were talking about your. Oh, you said making sure it's grammatically, you know, correct. And did you go to college for English, or did you go to school for anything specific, or is that just your Not own for, kind um, of thing? Um, not, no, that's just my own love of it. I mean, you know, I went to like a community college for a little bit, and, and at the time, I I, uh, I was just so drawn into the musician lifestyle, uh, mm-hmm. pros and, and cons of it, you know. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, I didn't stay, and, and I, I, I took like a few more music courses, but it was not really teaching me anything I didn't know because when I started to study music, like. I jump into things with both feet, you know, full force. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when I got into music, I had to tear it apart, you know, in the first couple of years uh, that I started playing. So, um, you know, but my love for the language and for lyrics is just, you know, I don't know where, exactly where it comes from. So I just, I don't know, it's communication. It makes us different from the animals, you know. Right, and, uh, right. Other, you know what I'm saying? Like higher better form of communication can solve so many problems and, and yet we still have them you know we have uh you know these de- 
dads that don't say anything to their kids and, you know, these guys, you know, these husbands and boyfriends that don't communicate to their wives and girlfriends and, you know. <laughs> yep. They <laughs> don't. Hey, I'm a psychologist. I know all about this stuff. I, you know, unfortunately, oh, I with, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, you know, that's what I do in corrections. Oh, no, that's you know, so cool. Well, we're going to get along <laughs> really well. I might, <laughs> I might, uh, you know, solicit some, you know, some work. But um, but yeah, I love I, I love that too. That's funny. If I if I did go back to school, that's something I would like to do. I mean, after a while, you there's nothing to me more fascinating than uh, figuring out and helping somebody with some problems. And obviously, mm-hmm. everything comes from up from up top of the mind and the brain. And you know, if you can figure it out. I mean, even uh, I've been reading some books um, that I love, mu- Musicophilia, and another one, uh, Your Brain on Music, which is by Daniel Leviton. Uh, that I think you would probably love being a music fan and a psychologist. He's a he's a guy who's a producer, uh, excellent producer. He produced Stevie Wonder, Aretha, and, oh, wow. uh, and then he, yeah, and then all of a sudden he that wasn't enough, and he didn't have enough success and accolades in his life. He just decided to become a neuroscientist and uh, wow, you know, guy's a genius. Yeah, and he wrote a book, and it's just you would love it because you would you know you'll tie it together with the two things right. that you know and that you love, and it's just you know just. The guys like my idol. <laughs> very cool, you know? very cool. So one yeah. last question, then let's check out Hypnotize. Was music no something problem. you set out to do, you know, as a young kid? Was this kind of what you wanted to do with your life, or was it something you just kind of fell into at some point later no, in no, life? No, I, I definitely became uh, obsessed with it, you know, in my teens, and, and it just took me out of every, like, yeah, I, I, I I was learning, and while learning, learning at the speed that I like to learn at, and 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 uh, actually, you know, a lot of people, if they, you know, whether it's sports or I don't know, cooking or whatever it is, especially with instruments, that happens a lot. You know, if you don't get satisfaction out of it immediately, um, you know, you kind of leave it behind. For mm-hmm. me, once I started listening to it, I had you know many passions, like every little team, you know, does. You know, they like a lot of stuff. I wasn't into video games as much as kids are now, but, uh, right. you know, I, I like sports and girls and things like that. And, but music was underlined since I was, uh, you know, as young as I could remember. So um, as, I, as soon as I started to play, you know, it came to me at the speed that I wanted it to come. And uh, I loved it. It just took me away. You know, I knew that the more I put into it, the more, the more love and dedication I put into it, the more I get back. And, um, so, you know, I was a guitar player for a long, long time, but always I loved creating, you know, and uh, and then once we, uh, I decided to just start writing about lyrics, too, and, you know, doing it all. I, I didn't, like, I didn't want to be the lead singer, you know, initially, because mm-hmm. I was never happy with my, my voice. I had, you know, I still have some sinus issues that, like, you know, they, they, they can make you inconsistent, but uh, I've, they're pretty much all but gone now for whatever, you know, whatever reasons I know how to like just treat myself now. And, uh, and so, yeah, so I can pretty much deliver vocally whenever necessary. And, uh, and, you know, so that's taken a little while to overcome, but I'm happy with it now. And, and that's, you know, everybody has a child. I've been playing guitar for a long time. So now I listen to singers and it's just so it's exciting to learn something new. And because I'm such a fan of the, you know, the body, uh, it's really interesting because it's an instrument, but it's a physical instrument. And, um, you know, working it out and just doing stuff with it, you know, you, you appreciate so much 
some of these people and what they do, you know, from a from a singing standpoint. I, I always loved them. Loved Stevie Wonder, Robert Plant, you know, mm-hmm. Bono, Hansel, you know, all these guys with the, you know, big pipes, small pipes, everybody, you know. Um, and now being a singer for a couple of years, you know, you really, really appreciate him. Again, Cornell, he was just ridiculous. I mean, right. Guys, so Absolutely. Soul, I know when so he comes soul into soul. Howard and does those acoustic things. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so cool. I, I know. I, I, I downloaded his whole, um, you know, the one where he does imagine and then he does call me a dog and I like, right. It, it crushes me, crushes me. Yeah. You know? Great. Okay, well let's yeah. do this. Tell us the, uh, tell us about uh, Hit and Ties. Give us a little bit of some uh, background on the concept or meaning it. behind that song, and then we'll we'll check that one out. You got it, Carrie. I'm so glad you like it too. Hypnotize is um, it has two little messages to it. You know, I always wanted to put um, uh, depending what comes first, um, as you might know. You know, when it comes to writing, that's how kind of dictates the way um, the rest of the song goes. So Hypnotize, uh, I think the bass line came first. I was in California visiting my brother and a friend, and um, I went to this really cool club in Santa Monica, a tiny little club, and I was just spinning some really cool electro, and he's playing all these funky bass lines, and I'm a huge, again, huge fan of the bass, huge fan of funk, and uh, so I left with all these rhythms going, you know, in my head, and I nice. called my my phone, yeah, and I just called, like, I love the, the iPhone recorder, so I just sang it into the, you know, into the recorder, and later on came back and more, you know, and just kind of dictated this whole movement. Now, because it was so uh, funky, you know, I was thinking, okay, you know, obviously this this music doesn't call for something that's so, um, you know, like a polit- socio-political statement. I mean, you can sometimes get away with it, but but it was very, it was kind of sexy. So um, we were performing at a club once, and I would see they they, uh, they also had dancers, and um, they would dance up on these high pedestals, and the guys would just like look at them, and and you know, I mean, you just appreciate, you know, if you're a, a male and and you appreciate right. the dance, you appreciate their beauty and their movement and all that good stuff. And so, um, you know, I'm looking at these guys, and I know that they're, they've, you know, imbibed quite a bit, and they've cranked down a few beers, and I had two, and, you know, whatever else you, you do to feel good, you know, at the end of your day, um, and you're just looking at it, it's just kind of a nice feeling, you know, you're just, you're taking the edge off, and you're looking at this beautiful woman, and she's moving, and you're like, hey, right now, for these few minutes, life is good, I can lose myself mm-hmm. in this, sim- this simple, you know, thing, you know, there's, you know, after, you know what I mean? Like without sounding, you know, misogynistic or overly, right. you know, like, like a, like a guy, it's like, you know, I get just something, a lot of something that can distract you and take you it's, away from exactly. just your daily issues. Yeah. And, and, right. and, a, and a great, a great looking woman dancing, you know, uh, and, and to a good song, you know, and you're feeling all right and feeling a little bit of a buzz, you know, something as simple as that is, you know, it can really take the edge off because the other part of the song, the uh, antithesis of the song is that the, the, um, I'm I've got so much to worry about, and uh, I'm stepping up and never coming down. At the po- at that point, there was a lot of stress going on in my and the guy's life, and and you know, it was one of those points where like we either take this, um, you know, we are, we either bl- break through this wall or we let it mm-hmm. you know crush us or we go down, you know, and step just step up step up and and take the challenge and that challenge was hey are we going to 
do this? Are we going to continue with this group with our collaboration, Ronnie and myself, of making music? And uh, you know, despite the troubles that we were having with our current singer at the time, and and uh, we went for it, and things turned out really cool. And we, again, you know, so that's what hypnotizes. It's you know the the the, the pre-chorus hook. I've got so much to worry about. I'm uh, I'm stepping up and never coming down. Like I'm not going to look right. back. I'm not going to whine. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then and then the chorus. I'm feeling so high, hypnotized all night, looking at you. Cool. Yeah, you know, and the verse. All right. Just, yeah, the, yeah, the verse <laughs> is just a, uh, like a funny little you know little scene, and uh, there's probably a line in there. One of my lines that I like the most is that uh, it's, uh, I've, I'm coming wearing my inside out. Like I'm just gonna like get the courage to approach you, and but I'll never give you the line of a desperate clown. <laughs> Very cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> as, as, a, as, a, as a lady, I'm sure you can appreciate that. <laughs> not not, not sure. giving the line of a, des- of a desperate clown, you know. I know that women hate hearing silly lines, so. Yeah, sometimes, hey, I'm going to look again. I'm a fan of comedy. I don't take anything uh, too seriously, so. <laughs> right. All right, cool. Well, with that being said, I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to check out Hypnotize. Got it. Okay, hold on. Take care. All right, everyone, again, you are listening to Alex from the band The Connected, and we're checking out their hit single, Hypnotize. It's played on numerous stations, especially, as he says, we're both uh, Sirius XM fans, so you can check it out regularly at uh, 20 on 20, which is Channel 3. So check out Hypnotize and their album, Evolution Number 9, and we'll be back in a moment.
show again that was the amazing single hypnotized from the pop rock band the connected and uh, let's bring alex back on and we are going to check out their other single a little bit later in the show titled head game which is another awesome track cute carrie hey. thank you so much carrie yeah awesome Thanks, real quick that song i mean it's so great have, have you had any uh placement with that song in terms of I don't know, commercials, TV shows, anything uh, actually, like that? Um, that's a really good question. We actually have it on the song uh, in a movie. It's coming out um, called Exposure with Corey Feldman. Um, uh, wow. Shot in Miami. Yeah, shot in Miami and um, should be out in a couple months. I think they delayed the release of it a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's called Exposure, and, and uh, Hypnotize uh, will be featured in that. But we're still, you know, we will we you know license it to other things as well if the product sure. and the and you know it's really cool too because it's just the great party like you know it gives you that that feeling of wanting to jump like dance and jump up and down so you know when mm-hmm. the chorus hits so i can see it being really good uh i've always wanted to be like a music supervisor for film as well and, and do whenever I, I love film as, as well as music so whenever i write a song i feel like I would want to put it in some scene, you know. I, I want to create a visual for for you just just by listening to it, you know. It, it's got right. to do that. So I like, you know, depending well, on I how think, much it has been. I think that's a great perspective to take too, because I mean, I don't think a lot of musicians really, as we were talking earlier, really think outside the box. And one of the big things today is maybe you can't get signed and go on the road, but hey, if you can write some hit singles, you never know. You could get it in a commercial or a film or something like that, which could get you a lot of uh, recognition and potentially uh, some good money. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's uh, you know, equally, uh, to me, equally attractive is, uh, again, placing on something, you know, everybody's, uh, you know, it's a visual world out there. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, now because of this, you know, YouTube and all the stimul- stimuli that people have, you know, it's harder to compete. It's not the days of just, you know, somebody sitting in their room with two big headphones on and just like looking at a at a uh, black light 
poster, you know, that's not right. around anymore. You know, people are just like, hey, I want to see YouTube from like the silliest, you know, most idiotic things ever to, you know, some really incredible stuff. You know, you can find great artists on there that otherwise you wouldn't. So, um, you know, and funniest things possible. You know what I mean? Any Anything gr- from gruesome mm-hmm. to the crazy to, to funny and truly entertaining on YouTube. So you have to be able to, you know, at least for me, the music has to, uh, again, carry a little bit of visual, um, you know, visual aspect of it. You sure. Know, so, uh, so you said you're a fan yeah. of, of films. Um, you yeah. said you were interested. So what's, what's your... What types of genres do you like when it comes to uh, films and movies? Oh, I definitely like comedy, but I also like, you know, like serious drama. I love um, what I see recently. I like Contagion, um, by Soderbergh, and another one I just saw a little bit, Hunger Games, pretty good. You know, the book, the whole story is great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, unless unless Hollywood destroyed the story then it would have been you know it's hard for that to be bad it's a great you know it's a great written story right. um the you know the the girl who was with uh daniel oh god what's his last name the american tattoo was was interesting you know i i, I like a, a thriller that's pretty um you know intelligent that has some intelligence to it i'm a bit of a conspiracy guy so i like that kind of stuff <laughs> jay edgar you know um yeah i mean I, we, I could go on forever anything with philip seymour hoffman is great um no country for old men um but i also love you know woody allen like the last three things that he did he did one with owen wilson and the other one with uh, jesse eisenberg that's like to Rome with love you know the guy just writes so he knows like the human condition so well, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a pretty crazy, interesting guy, but you know, he's a New Yorker and a very, very intelligent man who knows, you know, human interaction and, and, uh, especially when it comes to men and women, you know, their desire right. and, and constantly questioning, you know, all that stuff, temptation and which is, you know, I write about that as well. Right. So, right. so Absolutely. I, you know, I can relate to his thought, you know, he knows that people can have a connection anytime and, uh, you know, so he's just so creative that he can, you know, make a movie out of it, out of just, you know, two couples. And, you know, one of his repeating themes is like, you know, he meets somebody, he's in love, he thinks he's in love with somebody, and then he meets somebody else, you know. And, uh, you know, so that's interesting. And uh, as far as comedy, I love Sasha Baron, like anything the guy does. It's <laughs> right. outra- outrageous. So I saw Dictator again. A couple nights ago. I haven't seen just, it yet. I have to. I haven't seen actually any of his films. I have to see them though because I always hear him on Howard, and I'm just like, this guy's hysterical. Yeah, if you if you respect Howard's opinion, Howard considers him a comic genius, so that should right. say something, you know. And so, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, because Howard's a man as well. I mean, I love absolutely love him, and um, and so. You know, if you see Sasha, you know, you got to look past. He's very quick, you know, and I love that quick comedy. If you don't get the references, you know, it's just going to pass you by. Right. I, I would suggest I would suggest Bruno because you probably, you know, I, I still think it's the funniest of all. Some people didn't get it because it was just maybe too much for them, you know, okay. but he just doesn't hold hold back. But Bruno is out of all of them. Borat, Borat was a little more popular, but, right. but Br- Bruno is just more insane. And I like at this point – you know, I, I, you know, you can get desensitized to comedy too, especially when you're a fan of real stuff. You know, I mean, right. David Absolutely. Cross, I love. You know, George Carlin, guys like that. You know, so I love yep. guys who are extreme, push the envelope, are still funny, still intelligent, 
and uh, you know Chris Rock, man, you know I miss miss him, but you know those guys are just so smart and but also connect really well uh, to you know can make any any situation relatable to somebody and then you know they just exactly. Oh, uh, Ricky Gervais is great too. I, I mean I can go on forever, you know. Very and, cool. And Very cool. Do you like curb your enthusiasm? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, and I just, I hadn't had HBO, but I did watch it when it finally hit, like, the regular TV, and at first, I think I can, I can respect it, and I do really appreciate it now, but I think initially, I thought it was going to be more like Seinfeld, so I had, it took me, like, a couple of times to kind of get into it, but no, it's great. I mean, the writing's brilliant, it's, yeah, it's really good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just, he's a lot. He's allowed to touch on some of those things that, you know, that I mean, if I remember correctly, Seinfeld was uh, was on regular TV, so you can only go so far. But that also exactly for the show because if you can be funny without crossing any censorship lines, then it's truly funny, you know. Right. And and uh, luckily for for with HBO, there is no r- rules, so you can do anything you want. Some things, you know, <laughs> some things that are some things that are funny, people deem, you know, inappropriate, and, you know, it happens. <laughs> I don't know how, you know, I'm going to do it with my kids. I might let them see things that some people would think are inappropriate, and I might not, you know. I think, right. you know, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, you know, the way we look at things is really strange. You know, you let a five-year-old play a, a video game about war and killing, and then, but if they see a, a breast, then it's bad. I, I don't right. get that. <laughs> that that's have, still part of my kids? mind. Alex, do you oh, have yeah. kids? Yeah. conversation i'll bring you on the radio we'll we'll have a you know a conversation about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the crazy people in this world but um yeah no very exactly. cool and you, for... and, and, and you know you get to see it firsthand oh, my. oh yeah oh you don't understand i i pick the most bizarre cases i will pick i want something just really out there and really crazy and really disturbing <laughs> that's what no, i want to cool. evaluate <laughs> Well, see, that's 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 the, the challenge that makes what we do. You know, when we love what we do, when we love our profession, our chosen profession, that's what makes it so interesting. And yeah. um, and that's really really cool. I respect that because that's really you know who's going to solve that problem. You know, you're the yeah, one. Well, that's and again, it's, it's a lot of treatment related. It's a lot of treatment related stuff too. Because if you don't know what the real diagnosis is, then how do you know what you're treating? Either whether it's with medications or therapy, et cetera. So yeah. So sometimes the I love the complicated, challenging cases. Those are my favorite. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But um, so let's uh, talk a little bit about, tell us a little bit about the the recording of the album in terms of, you know, where did you guys produce it, record it, et cetera, and then we'll check out uh, Head Game. We recorded this this record in uh, Ron's studio, Um, Ron the keyboard player studio. Oh, yeah, he's got, he, he just, consulted a couple people and we got um uh he got this great great stuff you know nowadays you know if you have the right computer yeah it helps so much you know it just needs to be powerful not that the computer is making the music for you because nothing from that record came from a computer just some you know some of the sounds are are Mm -hmm. enhanced by it but nothing of the music or the creation 
you know, came from there. Um, let me make that clear. But, uh, you know, so in his studio, um, we did that, and it's called Harp Studios, and, you know, we we uh, do a lot of sessions there, and so it was fun, really. It was great. We did all, all hours of the night and all day, you know, just knocking out songs left and right, and, um, you know, Head Game was, Head Game originated. Um, we were still, we still had our old singer, and uh, I was up really four in the morning in my old garage in my old house, uh, my studio, and just messing around with um, a little crazy keyboard riff that, that is the riff that you hear in the verse. Um, and I just wanted to do something that was really, like, super funky but had, like, a synth in it. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of show off his skills because he's, you know, such a great keyboard player. And um, so, we, but we also wanted to make it catchy. That's what we, we you know, we, we don't show off. We never try to show off. We do what's right for the song and hope that the, that the riff, the, the piece of the, you know, whatever, the musical piece that is the hook of the song is catchy enough for people to like it. It just, mm-hmm. you know, it can be simple. Some of them are simple. Some of them are a little difficult, you know. And so, um, but but Head Game came out like that. I was messing with it, and my drummer was fixing his drum. I'll never forget it, you know, like it, on the couch. So I had a large two-car garage that was all soundproof where we rehearsed and everything. And, uh, um, you know, I, you know, piecemealed it together because I can't really play keyboards at all, but I love the sound. Um, right. And so, you know, the riff came out of like, and so I hit play, and, um, you know, Mark just came, like, right out. He just stopped what he was doing, and he started dancing, and he is quite the uh, quite the dancer, too. So it was quite, like, meant a lot because I knew that he reacted, like, Right you know, away. <laughs> exactly. It's a natural reaction. It's not like if you ask you, you know, someone the kid asks his mom, "Hey, mommy, how do you like this song?" And he's like, "Oh, it's nice, son." You know, it's right, like right. <laughs> if you, you know, it's it's natural. There's no BS, you know, with that with that response. It's very sincere. So, you know, he was just we, you know, we were together, but we weren't like talking. We were both into what we were both separately doing, and he just reacted like, you know, really cool. So we went further with it. But at the time, I didn't have the gear, and you know, um to really record so I was going to Miami to record with a great friend of mine um, Joe who is the one who mixed and engineered a lot of the record as well with Ron and so um, so we started Head Game this whole thing and I had but the lyrics came um, a little bit after and uh, it was cool because it's just you know it's a fun story you can kind of tell what it's about and uh, you know there's a lot of play on words and all that it's just again you know I was trying to I was trying to do something that match the music, you know, the lyrics like right. that, that really match what was going on and so that's, you know, that's how it ended up happening. Alright, cool. Alright, well, let's, uh, let's check this one out and then when we come back we'll talk a little bit about uh, upcoming shows, tours, etc. where people can uh, check you guys out for a live show and you can plug uh, your websites and different social media places for people to find you. Excellent. You okay, it. thanks. Hold on, Alex. All right, everyone. Again, you are listening to Alex from The Connected, and we're going to check out the second single we're playing tonight titled Head Game. So please check out their album, Evolution Number no. 9, and uh, pick up a copy of it today. It's an amazing album, and as I said, it's, it's a really cool vibe that these guys have going on, and it's different from other stuff that you probably hear out there today. So check out Head Game, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back. Again, that was Head Game by The Connected, another kick-ass song by them. So let's bring Alex back on, and let's find out uh, where these guys are will be playing so you can uh, check them live and also find out where you can uh, follow them on the Internet. All right, Alex, hey, you're back. How are you, Karen? Awesome. Yeah, how are you doing? 
Excellent. Um, yeah, thank you so much for playing that one too. That might, be, yeah. In some areas, you know, they were, they release different singles, but I, I I'm kind of pushing for this one too because I'm still a fan of it. It's again, like you said, it's a little different stuff. It's got everything: guitar, heavy bass, and heavy keys, and you know, a, a melody that we you know put first and foremost. But um, as far as playing, yeah, we are actually trying to. Um, in the midst of booking a tour, either uh, we may do a few dates in uh, northern Florida and the West Coast. Um, uh, in, in between November, no, November I'm going to the end of November I'm going to be in New York, actually. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, and um, so we 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 try to do dates whenever possible. Um, mm-hmm. So in the beginning of December, we may do some stuff too. So we're just stretching out because we, we finished our video that is on the site um, uh, for Hypnotize just a little bit ago. We're just recording a few more songs that we want to do and uh, and also booking a tour. So it's like a, we, we try to multitask, really. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we may do some dates. Right now we're looking into St. Petersburg, Tampa, and uh Orlando and also possibly Jacksonville and and uh if we have time we'll go a little, little further um, cuz I, I again I leave to new uh to new york uh at the end of november and we and we're booked here around our, our area and and uh towards miami as well um throughout october and we have some big gigs here locally that uh that we do um in late october very cool. So, uh, Very cool. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, nice. we just try to keep busy. You know, if we if we are uh, right now, one of the projects that I I'm, uh, I want to work on with the guys is is doing um, a slightly stripped down uh, version of like almost unplugged version of what we do, which is pretty wild because, as you can hear, the stuff is is almost you know it's electro, it's funky, it's you know it can be played in the club, it can be rem- mm-hmm. remixed. So there's like elements of hip hop and house, mu- you know, house music as well as hard rock. I mean, you know, a lot of people have done it. You know, Nine Inch Nails, Bowie. You know, a lot of British acts always mixed rock and roll with, you know, with something you could hear in a club, Depeche Mode, and and you know, U2 um, even did it. You know, um, and right. so you know, I, I I love doing it, but I also love to show, you know, both sides. So right now we'll probably be doing with the uh, our friend and collaborator, uh, the guy who directed our video, Taylor Rebo, um, brilliant director and photographer, um, will probably be shooting series in the next few weeks of uh, some of the other songs, a couple of them just broken down a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the songs off the record, and then one song that that is uh, not on the record. So we'll be doing that, and then you know probably posting the videos on YouTube, and you know, but trying to do them, you know, in a a little bit like higher of a production than just, you know, somebody in their bathroom. You right. know what I mean? Um, right. <laughs> you know, we still <laughs> want it to go up on there, but it's just got to be a little, little bit, you know, the sound quality and, and the visual quality. A little more theme. polished, you would say, than just Thank someone, you. right? Just, oh, there you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know. Um, and so that's you know yeah, but but in that's between cool. that, like if they if they look at the site, they can see all some of the local shows that we do, and uh, um, you know so right now so that's what we're trying to do is without uh, it's tough because you know to travel and take a couple of days and then to get back yeah. and do the other things so we we try to however we can juggle it 
is uh, what we try to work. But at the beginning of next year, we'll definitely, uh, I, I would like to get up as far as, you know, Atlanta, sh- you know, Charlotte. And then, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to Chicago, Jersey, New York, Boston, you know, well, because I just, again, I love New York. And the guys in the group, two of them are two New Yorkers. And, you know, so we, we, you know, that's really where I want to go. But that takes, as you know, right now, um, since we are doing it ourselves, it takes a little bit of, uh, you know, planning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you guys are doing a great job. I mean, I love the sound. Thank you. Um, if you know, <laughs> looking forward to uh, seeing what else is going to come out from uh, you guys. And, um, yeah. yeah, just uh, – and, again, please keep in touch with me. I always, you know, invite guests back on that have done a good job that I enjoy interviewing. <laughs> Um, oh, and Doug, and Doug Weber has been great. I mean, and and Doug Weber, who you guys work with from uh, oh, New Ocean Media, him. he yeah, he's referred some really really good bands, and everyone's been just so professional and such a pleasure to have on the show. So it's been really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Kara. I mean, yeah, he's been really good. So um, yeah, so please uh, plug where people can find you. Uh, you know, Twitter sites, Facebook, wherever you guys are at. Definitely. And, uh, yep. Uh, exactly. Twitter is uh, the connected uh, T H E K I N E C T E D. Uh, also, Facebook, Facebook.com backslash the connected T H E K I N E C T E D. Um, and of course, uh, our our site, our main site, which is uh, connected uh, the connected.com. Very you cool. Know. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, you know, I don't want to talk on the air, but let's definitely be in touch through email and stuff because I'd love to hear more about Brother and the comedy stuff. And like I said, if I can support you guys, that would be awesome. Oh, man, thank you. And you just, you know, love it. it takes uh, some special people to get me talking and you've got me all all chatty and excited and oh good you know, wow cool, well, maybe it's know. my psychology <laughs> stuff i have a little bit it of a is. flair for that <laughs> yeah no doubt so no doubt. I'm all, I'm, yeah I'm all they did a great you did a great now. job alex and um thank you just to, oh, you know the, the interview will also be available the pod i'm sorry Oh, I was, was going to say I almost forgot. I almost forgot a very important the, the album Evolution Number Nine of the Connected yeah. is on right. iTunes, so anybody can can hear and obviously stream through all of it like like they do. And you know, of course, we appreciate that too. Um, you know, just checking out the singles uh, that are on iTunes and they can or the whole cool. album. You know, so it's all available cool. there. Definitely, definitely. So um, I forget what I was going to say now. I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, this show. If if anyone you know didn't get a chance to catch it tonight, it will be available as a, pod, as a podcast when it's over. So the podcasts do really well on my station in terms of getting a lot of nice numbers statistically and listens um, so people can download it, they can stream it. So, you know, please feel free to, uh, you know, promote the uh, link for it and stuff, and I'll have that up on all my oh, sites. Great. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I have right. it open right now. Uh, cool. Well, thank you thank so much, Alex, for calling in, and we'll definitely be in touch, you and I, through uh, email and stuff, and I wish you guys uh, much continued success. Thank you, Carrie. I hope we're speaking again sometime soon in, in the near future. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. Okay? Thank, thank All right. you. Thanks so much for calling in. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Again, you just heard Alex from The Connected. Please Make sure you uh, check out the podcast if for some reason you tuned in a little late to the show tonight. And uh, the two songs we featured were Head Game and Hypnotize, which is some amazing stuff that these guys have off of their album, which is titled Evolution Number 9.
So please, if you have a Twitter account, uh, follow me at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. Also, please become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. It will have all the upcoming shows and information about all the amazing guests that I've had the opportunity and pleasure to interview, support, and promote. Uh, Just search the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. And I have a couple of personal pages, so please uh, befriend me personally. I love to keep in touch with all of the, uh, the fans and the guests from my show. And uh, lastly, I have my music page also on uh, Facebook under Carrie Edelman. And so thank you so much, everyone, for the continued support and for tuning into the show. It, uh, it wouldn't be where it is without everyone's uh, support and uh, just attention that it's been getting. So I've been really pleased and appreciative. So next week we will have on comedian Mike Vichetti, and he is amazing, hysterical guy. He's currently doing a lot of work with uh, Artie Lang and Nick DiPaolo. He's a regular on the Nick and Artie show, and uh, he's a he's a featured stand-up comic. Um, he's an amazing guy. I've seen him perform live, and, and personally, he's a friend, too. So it's going to be a really fun night. We're going to be promoting a big upcoming show that he has. So that'll be 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on the 18th, which is Tuesday uh, next week. So please tune into that show, and as I said, there's tons of new upcoming interviews as well as over 100 podcasts. So pick what you like. If you like horror movies, I've had uh, horror filmmakers on. If you like uh, metal bands, I've had metal bands on. So just uh, pick what you like and and search the podcast to listen to uh, these amazing people that I've had the opportunity to interview. So thanks again for tuning in. I'm going to play the title track, Leave It All All Behind, off of my uh, debut album, which is available on iTunes, and all other digital sites. So if you like what you hear, uh, similar to what The Connected said, you can listen to my singles, you can download the whole album. Uh, So check it out, and we will be back uh, next week at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on the 18th with comedian Mike Bacchetti. Have a great night. Mm -hmm. 